Welcome, welcome, welcome to Niger Hokage TV. This is the Hokage Sports Zone. Uh, I'll be doing a lot of content on sports, especially on my team. You can see them up here, FC Barcelona. And if you do eventually want me to branch out into other teams, um, other leagues, other sports, I'm mainly going to be focused on football or soccer, whichever you prefer to call it. But if you want me to branch into other teams, other leagues, other sports, you let me know. And But today, without further ado, I'm going to be doing a season's review for FC Barcelona players. Let's get into it. Now, first of all, I have I have a list of all the players this season with me. And let's, I'm going to start by positions. I'm going to start from the goalkeepers, then the defenders, midfielders, the attackers. And then I'm going to close off with transfer rumors, like players that are rumored to, the, you know, rumored to come in for us. Now, let's start, first of all, with our keeper, our number one, Mark Andre Terstegen, or as Ray Hudson loves to call him, Mark Andre Terspiderman. So he had 26 clean sheets this season. Of course, he's won the Zamora, but the most clean sheets by a keeper in the La Liga this season. And it's not an easy deal. He's been our best keeper for how many years now? He wasn't even number one when he came. When he came in, he was back up to Claudio Bravo. But he's sealed. He, to me personally, he's already a part of the Barcelona legend in my eyes. And. He had the opportunity to like over I think the the leagues like the history the highest clean sheets of keepers ever had is 26. I think he's tied with I forgot the name of who he's tied with. And I mean we fumbled like the last few matches of the season where we could have got him that extra clean sheet. But I can't complain. It's been another good year for him. There's been a lot of matches where he was the one that saved us, so we can't all chuck it. I mean the defense was a huge help. But there's been a lot of matches. It was obvious that he was the one that got us out of a lot of like a lot of dirty situations. And speaking of goalkeepers, I'll get back to him in a second because the backups we have are Iñaki Pena and Arnaud Tenaz. Pena, I've I don't think we've ever seen enough of him to know how good he is. I have no idea how good he is. Like he, he always just comes in like one of matches, especially in like the cup the cup games uh, and I'll tell us I think he's mainly just kept for the athletic team that's the, the B team so I don't really know how good he is in the end just taking he's not getting any younger he is 31 years old and I feel like to get the most out of him we do need like a very a good backup keeper that can give him some competition that's what I think that we need but he's had a good season I will rate his season high. I think he had, he, yeah, he had a good season. I can't complain about that. But I definitely do think we need to eventually start thinking about giving him some like uh, high value competition. Though. Um, next on, <clears throat> after the keepers, um, I'm gonna go into the defenders. Starting off with Sergio Roberto. Now he's been with us for a while. He's another La Masia graduate. This season, he contributed to us four goals and one assist. 
Now it's a sticky one with me and him. Yes, he's a utility player, but yeah, you have to just say the truth. He's kind of like bank average, no matter what position that you put him in. He does have like these one-off games where he does he plays very well, but there's just no consistency to his game at, at all. No matter where he plays, whether it's at right back, whether it's been the any position in the midfield and feel like he's the last of the old guards remaining and he's just seen it as an opportunity this like this coming season to like probably be like a captain or something that's probably why he's not I don't know that's just my guess but he's had an average season I can't complain he's always had he's never had a terrible season he's never had a good season he's just like a player that just kind of like rides the wave if you know what I mean um, but you know he's 31 years old. He had know he had options to leave last summer. I think for some reason Pep wanted him at City. Uh, one or two uh, uh, was it Inter? I think Inter were interested in him. But he's made it obvious that he doesn't want to leave though. So I can't complain about that either. Next is Eric Garcia. Anybody who knows me in real life knows how I feel about Eric. Like him coming from City, I had high hopes for him, especially he felt he felt like he could be a leader in the team. But unfortunately it's kind of like a Harry Maguire situation where his performances just don't back up what we want him to be. Like he feels like he's just in the team like, as kind of like a some kind of false leadership positions like the younger players but no we have to call it spade a spade he's, he's not good to be a Barcelona player but for some reason Xavi does feel like he needs him in the team um, to me if Pep sells you and doesn't give you a chance in the team he has a reason for that I can't argue with him but you know it is what it is he's there um, I don't think he even has any goal contributions for us this season. Apart from today, I did watch the. I watched the today. I'm recording this today with the, the friendly, the Barcelona versus uh, Vissel Kobe, 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 whatever. But he did score. But in the main season, there wasn't any goal contributions at all. He did terrible the whole season for me. I don't think he had. I think the one good game he did have was the first game where he got played at um he got played as a holding midfielder i think he did make a, make a mistake that led to a goal that match but most of the match he played fairly decent which kind of surprised everybody but i don't know i've never been a huge fan of him unless for some reason he does like a 180 this coming season but i'm not a fan of eric garcia at all um next we have marcus alonso it was another signing that kind of from Chelsea that kind of I don't want to say it shocked us but we didn't I didn't really understand it he's not the fastest player out there he only fits into certain uh, formations and certain systems um, and then for some reason we started playing him as a like a center of false center back or something like that he's not been good <laughs> I can't explain it He's not been good, he's not been good, he's not been overly terrible. He's been bad, but not like overly terrible. Like, I don't think there's a game he's come on that 
somebody didn't score through his wing or something like that. But he does have one goal for us this um, this past season. He's 32 years old. I don't see him being a reasonable option as a backup center back or as a backup left back. But due to our financial situation, I do see why. Because he can play both as a center back and a left back, I do see why um, the board might want to keep him for another season. But, you know, it is what it is. Let's, I hope he does better for us next season. I do. I did have high hopes for him, especially because of how good he was the beginning of his career at Chelsea, especially under Antonio Conte. But let's see how it goes. Next is Jules Conde. Now, Kunde hasn't had a bad season. I think he's had a good season, but of course, as he said, he doesn't like playing as a right back. But I don't, I don't see him coming into being a first choice center back. He just doesn't look like it. Like Christensen has been unexpectedly solid for us. There's not enough praise for Ronald Araldo and for. And we just got Inigo Martinez is coming in, so I don't see him being like a starting center back. So we, he might have to go if he's not ready to be um, a backup. I don't know, he might have to go. But I do have one problem with him though. There's certain games, a lot, not certain, a lot of games where he kind of plays nonchalantly, where he it feels like he just has zero interest in the game. And then it's like somehow the, the opposing team always notices and kind of like just start bombarding him. And he'll, we always concede a goal from his side anytime he plays like that. I don't know if it's like a behavior thing or what, what's up with that. But he does need to fix that part of his game. Sometimes he just loses total focus in the game and he always costs us. Um, he does have a goal and three assists for us this season. Which for uh, he did play as a right back a lot. Isn't too bad for a false right back since he's basically a center back. Um, next, of course, Jordi Alba. What can we say? He's been a legend for us. I found it. I was on Twitter the other day, and there were people who were saying that they don't consider Jordi Alba a legend for FC Barcelona. If you don't. Respectfully, you're stupid if you think Jordi Alba is not a legend for us. He is. Because I don't think people knew he came from Valencia to us, but I don't think they knew he actually was in La Masia before he moved to... He's basically just like PK. He was in La Masia before he moved to Valencia and then he came back to us. So he's basically been a fool his whole life. And this season, for someone who, was, who wasn't even starting this season, he gave us two goals and three assists, which isn't bad for someone who, who kind of like relinquished his role as a starter for us. And of course, I'm hearing he had to like he gave up a huge part of his um, wages to cut his contract short and leave just to help the club. That's a legend in my eyes. If you think that's not a legend, I don't know what, what a legend is to you. But for a backup left back. I appreciate I appreciate what he did for us this season. Now it's left for us to see if we sign a backup left back or if the plan is to have Marcus Alonso just be the backup left back next season. And next we have 
probably, in my opinion, one of the top three center backs in the entire world. I like to call him Big Ron. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about Ronald Araujo. I don't, people, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know if I'm butchering his name. I don't know if it's Araujo, Araujo. So I'm just gonna call him Big Ron, so I don't make any mistakes with his name. Um, okay, so. Like I said, I feel he is genuinely one of the best center backs in the world right now. Every single season, it feels like he's just getting better and better and better. And I can only see him getting even better as each season goes. Um, he does have two assists for I wish he had gotten a goal, but he does have two assists for us. He's an aerial threat. Physically, he's a threat. Um, on the ball, he's a threat. Um, he can keep up. We saw how good he was defending against Vinicius this season. So, if it's pace, he has the pace. He has the height. He has the physical strength. He has the air. Um, he can win aerial duels. Like, I said, what don't for any instrument you have for a center back, he has it checked out. I can't say more about Big Ron. He's just genuinely that good, and I don't think there's. I'll, make, I'll give you a hot take. I don't think there's any team in the entire world who doesn't get into their first into their first eleven. I honestly believe he'll start in any team in the world. If you disagree, let me know. <laughs> but I honestly think he'll get into any team in the world. And after him, the last defender we have to talk about, Balde, Alejandro Balde. The breakout star this season. Personally, I think he might be our best player this season he speaks a lot because he's only how he's only 19 years old and that's just crazy so i think how many games he played i think he played 30 30 he started not play he started 30 plus games this season for us ahead of Jordi alba that is speaking something that's speaking levels of how good he is and i think he's got what's the stats i have for him he has a goal and six assists in his first full season with us. That is crazy for a 19-year-old. If you don't see how good this boy is going to be in the future, um, I got pissed off. This is our last game. He got injured. I don't think he'll probably. Hopefully, he makes it to um, into our preseason. I, I want. I'm honestly looking forward to see how much he improves next season. And <laughs> that's a piss a lot of fans, people from that don't like Barcelona. I honestly, honestly don't see anybody competing with him for the um, Golden Boy Award. If he does and we win it like three years in a row, I just want to see how pissed off people get. But Balde, he's had a clutch season for us. Like I said, personally, he's been our best player this season. Um, let me know who you think our, favorite, your, our best player had been this season. Personally, I think Bali was our, was our best player. And now going into the midfield, I'll start with a very controversial one. Hmm. Let's go with Kessier. Sam Kessier. Now, coming in from Milan, I had high hopes for him. He, did, he was like the, the heartbeat for the team when they won the Scudetto. And coming into La Liga, boy. I think everybody kind of just knew that he's a good player. I, you can't doubt that, but I think he just doesn't fit the system. Um, there's been rumors that teams like Inter want him. Even I think I might have heard Liverpool 
those are teams who just fit their system but for like a very technical driven team like Barcelona I just knew on time he wasn't going fitter of course he did have that one clutch goal against Madrid and which was probably the highlight has been the highlight of his um, time with us so far I don't know what the future has for him I don't know if we are planning to sell him obviously he says he wants to stay but I honestly don't know what the pl- our plans are for him um feel like he should go I have a good reason why and I'll bring that back I'll, I'll say why later you probably already know anyway but I think there's a player he kind of like if it weren't for Kessie would have seen more of him a player I genuinely think in our system would be better than him but he hasn't had a horrible season but I think he just doesn't fit what our playing style is that's just the issue with him and next we have Gavi, Pablo Gaviera, and this season he's had two goals and four assists. Let's remember, remember, he's 18 years old. He starts for Barcelona and he starts for Spain. And a lot of people don't like him. It's funny, it's a because when they ask people, like people that have played against him, the common thing there is that he's the type of player that. You would hate you hate playing against him, but you want that type of player on your team. And the one problem I did have, I think so many people complained of how brash and how like physical he gets. And I think he I don't know if it's from our, our like technical team or from our board or from Xavi himself. For some reason I think towards like the last few games of the season he kind of like started conserving himself he wasn't flying into challenges the way we were seeing before he kind of like seemed a bit more quiet i hope that's not the case i just i want how he's been i love him like that um i would appreciate if he i hope he gets more he starts to get more involved with um, goal contributions whether it's with scoring goals or giving assists or just creating clear chances um that would highly um elevate his game I do I love the drive that he gives I love how physical he gives I love that attitude he has where it's like um, no matter how old you are you can't really punk him and I think he gets under the skin of our opponents whenever he stands up to them which is why he had the whole issue with Danny Ceballos and why um, people were kind of like wondering how it would be like having both of them in the, um, the Spain camp at the same time but you know it is what it is um the only thing i do want him, like i said the only thing i do want him to add to his game is more goals and assists and i wouldn't have the one of the biggest problems we've had is not having a goal scoring midfielder um we haven't had any of that for such a long time see look at any top team in the world right now they have one or two midfielders that are easily threats at goal we don't have anybody like that so that's why I hope he does improve that of his game, that part of his game. But again, he's had a good season. I have to, apart from like the last few games of the season, where for some reason he just kind of like got quiet. I don't know if it was something that he was told or something he just started doing by himself. But hey, it is what it is. But he does he did have a good season for me. And speaking of Gavi. We have to talk about his fellow henchman, Pedri, Pedri Gonzalez. 
who doesn't love Pedri, man? He's had six goals and one assist this season. It does sound underwhelming, but you have to also take it, take into consideration um, how many times he's been injured this season. I think, to be fair, what he did two seasons ago is finally caught up to him. I think he just put his body, he just put too much of his body into um, the last two seasons that he finally caught up to him. And he's been having these like frequent injuries. I do hope he gets better. I hope he's able to play like longer without getting injured. I, of course, we know injuries are part of the sport, but he's been out way too long for us. This, I think the moment he gets injured, you can see the drop in quality of the entire team. That's how crucial he is to us. That's how crucial he is to Spain. The second he's not in the team, you can clearly see the drop, the drop in quality of whatever team it is. And I think everybody would want them in their team. What would want Pedro in their team, of course. And how old is he again? I think he should be like 20, 20 maybe 21. But again, I do want to see more goal contributions from him and Gavi next season. It doesn't always have to be about the goals, or even if, if it's like with the assists, that would highly elevate their games. And I want to see that. But of course, bar the injuries, Pedro has had another great season. Then we also have we have to talk about Frankie De Jong, of course. I think how old did I see he was? He's like, is he 27, 20? Basically, he's in like his prime time, prime age, age right now. Um, De Jong, I don't know about how to talk about him. He always has these seasons where it's like he has huge, like a couple of matches where he's phenomenal. And then it's like his form drops a bit and then he's phenomenal for a few matches again then his form drops a bit um i personally wanted to chuck that up to him playing out of position he said it before that he prefers playing like a more advanced role but i, I mean i can't blame him due to like the options we have that we've had the whole season he's had to play um a bit more deeper than he would like he's had good um, you know, good matches playing deep. He's had bad matches playing deep, where he kind of like loses the ball um, a lot, and they open and score from it. Or I don't know. We do have a lot of midfielders, and I can't see him consistently playing a, an advanced role. Um, it might depend on the formation and the tactic, actually, but. Um, he does have two goals and four assists in the league this season for us. Important, important assists. I can't count how many important assists he had um, for us this season. Especially that one assist towards the end of the match for um, for a few. I forgot what match it was, but he's a very important player to us. And a lot of teams, every single year, teams always want to buy, um, see, trying to like, snatch him from us. But he said he wants to stay, and I hope he does stay. I do hope he improves in goal scoring, of course, but also he, he's good with the like possessional, but sometimes it feels like he just holds on to the ball a tad too long and it kind of gives the opponent some time, some time to kind of like read his movements and sneak the ball away from him sometimes. But uh, apart from like goal scoring and him being more like spatially aware of his surroundings, 
Hey, I don't have a problem with him. He's one of the best midfielders in the world. We might have arguably two of the top five. Nah, I don't want to say top five. Yeah. We might have arguably two of the top five midfielders in the world under the age of 30. I think he and De Jong and Pedri are that. But they've had good seasons. Now, Sergio Busquets, another club legend. Arguably the best number four. Arguably the best holding midfielder the world has ever seen. Um, we've seen this has been his hit also giving up a huge part of his wages and he's finally leaving the club after he's been here was it 10 11 years of being so solid he's been with us through thick and thin and i appreciate him i appreciate everything he's done for the club for the team and i don't say i mean this is his last season so i don't want to say anything bad about himself i think age finally just caught up to him he kind of realized he's, he can't keep up with like the high technicality of like full how what football is right now. So I think he's kind of like just realized that the same way PK realized um, in the beginning of the season that he just could wasn't able to keep up anymore. Um, what can I say about him? One of the best players ever. I think he was the one that changed the defining role defining style of what a holding midfielder was you can't argue that and i think bar him the closest person i've seen come to um, how good he is has been rodri of um, manchester city but i think he's way too important for city to let him go anytime soon i would have loved him to be um to come to barcelona and play for us but it is what it is so now i'm going to go into the Forwards. Uh, I'm going into the fours and let's start off with. I want to start with Fati. Let's start with Ansu Fati. Actually, I'll make them a pair. Let's start with Fati and Ferran Torres because I have my cousin. He and I we go back back and forth on Twitter about who we feel should leave the club. I'm a huge supporter of Ansu Fati. He he thinks Ferran Torres should stay. Fati should go. I think Fati should stay. Um, Torres should go. So I'm just going to put them as a pair for fun. So this season, Fati does have seven goals and three assists, and Ferran Torres has four goals and two assists. He's had more minutes than Ansu Fati. The thing with him. The argument I have for Fati, you have to realize he's only, how old is he, 20, he just turned 20 recently, and he's had two major injuries already in his career, and after the first injury, he came back, he was still hitting it, he got injured the second time, came back, he was still popping, and I think he had like a minor setback on that second injury he had. And when he came back, he just felt like a shadow of the superstar we knew he was going to be. Like, it was like finally the burden of the number 10 shirt, um, 10 shirt finally hit him. And I think we need we need to give him a chance. I keep telling people, you can see his, his goal scoring is still up there. He's our second highest goal scorer this season for us upon playing so few games. 
I think he's slowly getting his form back on. If you don't want him next season, take him out on loan. He can go on loan somewhere, but I think selling him is a far reach. Um, for Ferran Torres, he's been playing. He was at Valencia for years. He played under Pep at City. Pep allowed him to leave, come to us, and he hasn't shown. He hasn't given. I've not seen any reason for us to keep him. Like people argue, he's versatile. He can play on the right. He can play on the left. He can play down the center. He's done all that, and yet he's been underwhelming this season. I just don't. I'm not saying. Like Fati has had a way better season than he has, but the stats wise he has. But if it comes to performance, they've like Torres especially, he's been way too underwhelming this season for what every all the coaches keep hyping him up to be. He's been way too underwhelming. And I believe he just doesn't fit us. If he, I'm gonna have to think about him, he's like a, more of like an atletico. Valencia type of player. He just, I don't know. He just something about him just doesn't fit our style. And I think honestly, if we're not sending um Asifati out on loan, I think at least give him one more season. I say this because how many seasons now have we been given uh, Usman Dembele one more chance every season, one more chance every season, one more chance, and you know. Why don't you want to give Fati that one more chance? He, this is the first time he's needed a one more chance, and you don't want to give him the chance. But you know they've had both of them have had, had underwhelming um, seasons all life. But I think Fati just slightly outperformed Ferran Torres, so that's why I had to put the both of them together. Um, next we had Rafinha, who I believe. So he does have seven goals and seven assists. I feel like, um, apart from Lewandowski, he's been our best attacker this season. He has a lot to improve on his game. His decision-making is poor at times. His first touch is kind of questionable at times. And after like the first few matches of the season, for some reason, he just started finding it hard, um, taking on defenders. I'm not saying he doesn't, but as much as he did when the season started, it kind of like got harder and harder on him. And then he like the choices he makes to like go sometimes are questionable, sometimes it's like brilliant. So I feel like there's a lot more he can give us, and I hope he does give that to us next season. And we can't, uh, but the issue is, is he going to be able to start for us? Like, is he? We know Dembele. I don't mean it as an insult, but we know Dembele isn't like the healthiest of players and he'll definitely get injured, but is Rafinha willing to wait be, to be the um, second choice until Dembele gets injured? Or does he want, I know he definitely he said he wants to be a starter, but I don't know how possible that is, but for us, we can't. I can't argue about it. He's had a good season for us and I do hope he stays. I want to see. I feel like he can offer more to us, so I, I do want to see that. Then, of course, we have Usman Dembele. We can't argue. This has arguably been his best season with us, um, with five goals and seven assists in the league, even with all the injuries he's had this season. <sighs> I don't know. He's a he's a hard topic to speak about because it's like every single season. 
is give him one more chance. Like, he always shows these flashes of how good he can be. We know how good Dembele can be, but for some reason, he just hasn't fulfilled that. He's, he's been living on potential for so, so long. And I think the time, the time is starting to, like, the time is up where we have to actually start thinking, is this the best we can get from him? Definitely, I feel like we should give him one more season, but, you know, if the injuries continue, I feel like after next season, he might need to go. Don't, hey, don't, like, I'm not saying he had a stellar season, of course, but bar the injuries, he, he was very important for us. I feel like this is the season he's been the most important to us as a um, player compared to the season seasons in the past, but, you know, I do hope he gets better for us, though, honestly. But I feel like he doesn't do way better this coming season. He might need to go also. Next we have Lewin, Robert Lewandowski. Lewi. Killed a machine himself. Comes from Germany. Goes into La Liga. Wins the Pichichi Award with 23 goals and 7, at, or, um, seven assists. Let's remember this man is 34 years old. He doesn't play like he's 34. And he could have done even way better but I think he himself has said like due to like the World Cup for some reason like it kind of like affected him mentally I'm not sure how but that's his words not mine and his form did dip after the World Cup but he was still get, getting clutch goals for us and of course of course I want him to stay next season he said he wants to stay we want him to stay he has to stay He's, whether we like it or not he does get the goals for us 23 goals, Pichichi, you can't argue about that. He's arguably been our most important player um, in terms of goal contribution. Maybe not always performance, but hey, it's the goals that win the games for us. So he's had a good, he's had a stellar first season for us, and I hope he continues like that next season. And there's three particular players outside of the like they're in uh, the first team, but they're not like in the main squad. Uh, first of all, Julian Araujo, the the guy we signed from the MLS as a right back. Now, I still don't get to the, today why we signed him and like we couldn't register him. Was that I don't get what happened with that. But I did watch the match today. He seemed like he was the friendly Barcelona versus Kobe. And he did okay, but no insults, man. But like, Vissel Kobe isn't exactly the toughest team in the world. So I have my eyes on him this preseason to see what he does and to see if he can convince Javi to keep him in um, into the main team. If he can be good and be our permanent right back, good. They it will mean we have more um, money to spend on other positions, but. You know, we'll see. Let's see how the preseason goes. Um, then I said I was going to bring up um, Frank Kessie again. And this is because the next person I want to talk about is Pablo Torre. I cannot emphasize how good this kid is. I, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's 20 years old. If you watch the game today, Within 20 minutes, he had like um, a chance. He had two assists in the game, but he had a chance to also score two goals. And he's been every single time he's come on the pitch for us. He's been even if it's for five minutes, 
for one minute for 30 seconds he's been phenomenal and had an impact on the game and i feel like it was only because of Kessie that he didn't get the chances he needed and to be fair i think xavi kind of like looked at it as Kessie had the experience Torre didn't and of course he's still growing up he's still learning this is this has probably been his first full season in a top flight league and he can learn more so that might i think that might have been the reasoning why they didn't play him as much but he's been proving himself every time he's come on he's changed the game he's looked he's looked phenomenal and let's keep an eye on him this um preseason i just beg for god's sake that if they have no plans for him this coming season send him out on loan he needs to keep playing constant like constant football i just hope they do that and lastly we have <laughs> the i love the way we keep spawning these wonder kids out of nowhere like now we have lami lami yamal and how he's 15 right he's 15 and the word the word out of Lamassi is that out of all the players that they've sent like word to to the um to the first team that like, he's the closest they didn't say he is that he actually is but he's the closest to be as phenomenal as Messi was I don't want too much hype on him because I think that was the same thing that happened with Ansu Fati like the hype kind of like weighed him down everybody was kind of like expecting way too much from him um i don't want them to expect too much from him he has looked good the cameo he did had the one cameo he did have for us it looked phenomenal he's been doing well with um the spains under 17 i think he's been doing phenomenal for them and you know we just have to give the, give him some time i hope we don't rush him into anything um, he looks like a good player. He looks like he has an eye for a goal. He has an eye for a pass. Um, all we have to do is just watch. But I'm just begging. Not, I don't. I don't want too much pressure on him. Let's just see what he can contribute to us without all the pressure and everything like that. And to be fair, that is the whole first team. So what I do want to do now is talk about a couple of players there. I'll run through a couple of players that we've been linked to for transfers and we can talk about that. There's a couple of players I do like, a couple of questionable players in there. Um, so let, who do we start? Let's start with who my who I would have loved. And that is Vitor Roque. Um, he's worth about, I think they're asking for about 45 million euros. I've completely forgotten what club he plays for again in Brazil. Is it Paranes? Let it go Paranes. I think that's where he plays. To be fair, he's looked solid. He's looked like a... I don't know who he reminds me of. He somehow reminds me of like a... A young Luis Suarez. Is that who I have in mind? Well, I've, I've actually watched him play for... Um, the Brazil's under 20, under 21s. Um, I've watched him also play every now and then. I'll watch highlights of him play for his club. And I think the board are saying that they don't think he's worth that 45 million. 
I can't complain because we, we do know the financial situation we're in, but this is one of those things where if you don't act fast, if you don't act fast, definitely some other team is gonna they're gonna be like, yeah, it might be the future for us. We'll risk, we'll give them the money they want in snatching from us. And he looks like he's trying to. I think he said he's ready to play like um, top tier football now, and we're still trying to like convince him to like wait one more season. I don't think he'll do that. I don't see him waiting. Um, if we can't sign him this season, I don't think we'll be able to sign him immediately. But he's one of the favorites. Um, players we've been linked with that I hope that we do sign. Um, next is Zubi Mendy. He's also, in terms of replacing Sergio Busquets, I, I will say he's the closest person. I, well, I've said it before, I would have preferred Rodri, but that sounds way too unrealistic. I don't see Man City letting Rodri go anytime soon. Well, the next best option to me is Zubi Mendy. Um, he's been phenomenal for Real Sociedad, like for the past two, three seasons consecutively. Um, he's worth about 60 million. I mean, his release clause is 60 million, million euros, I think. Again, the price, I think the issue with the board is the price. Like, I think Javi thinks he's worth the price, but the board are saying that is just too much. Um, me personally, I'd say spend the money on him. I think he is that good. Um, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of a player who he's, he's like in terms of playing style, he's the closest to how Sergio Busquets plays. And he's he's young also. He should be around 24, I think. And he's also slowly integrating into the, um, the Spanish national team. I t- honestly think we should get him. He's my for the um, holding role. As a Zavi replacement, I do think we should get him. I know a lot of people are also saying that we should wait and let um, Nico Gonzalez come back from his loan and have a chance. I don't know. I mean, I've I've watched Nico in the past, but I don't know if he's ready to take on that mantle. So I would, I oh, and I would want Mendy there, but. And I totally just remembered someone else we've been linked with, but I think the money might be too much for us also. Um, how did he pronounce I think he said his name is Yeshua. Yeshua Kimmich. 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 I don't think there's any club in the world he wouldn't fit in right now. I'd want him at our club. He's phenomenal. Like, just imagine he and the young guy pairing, like, as a double pivot. I mean, people are saying a double pivot is isn't actually a real thing but you know what I mean just imagine that I would love to see them play together but again is that the issue with the money I don't know what the um, result is with the uh, feasibility plan we've presented to La Liga um, I don't know if they'll approve it There's, I think I don't know we might have an answer sometime today or sometime this week anyways to, and it'll give us a clear idea of who, who we can sign and can't sign um uh, to be fair, between Kimmich and Zubimendi, who, who would you guys prefer? Who would you prefer? Personally, I would prefer Kimmich because of his experience. He is also versatile. He can play right back. He can play as a defensive midfielder. He can play more advanced as a camp. He can play as a central midfielder. 
he has an eye for a goal he's physical he's good box to box i would prefer him to be honest but let's see how that works out we also had um amrabat on the table he's been offered to us several times he's phenomenal but does he fit our system that is the question what do you guys think i don't think he actually fits the barcelona system again i think he'll slot in at a team like atletico even real madrid he'd probably slide into any english team apart from manchester city it's not a question of whether he's good or not he is good the question is what kind of system would he fit into well you know a lot of players know how to adapt but do we really want to take that chance especially if we could go we could have gone for um other players who are more proven but you know let me know what you think about amrabat if you think he should stay if you think he shouldn't then we were linked to Asensio, but you've seen he's gone over to PSG. We knew Real Madrid were never ever gonna let him come over to us. They're the ones that had like a noble Barcelona clause with um with Isco. Like there, there was literally a clause in Isco's contract that we couldn't sign him. And you know, they just don't want any of their players coming to us and I knew they were never gonna let Asensio come to us and he's heading over to PSG, so he's out of the question. Another person is um, Bruno Guimaraes. I'm just going past that because he's just way too costly. I don't think I don't think Newcastle will let him go that easily, and I don't think we have the kind of money to spend on him, anyways. Um, there's been players like Di Maria and Yannick Carrasco also linked to us. I don't see Di Maria playing for us. I don't know. He's been linked to us several times. I know there's been like once in the past that we were very close to signing him before whatever it was happened I no longer see him being able to play for us Carrasco on the other hand he's a very comfy I mean um, Simeone has come out and you know kind of like told everybody yeah that Barcelona that we're interested in him and now it's kind of like left up to the club and player whether he'll come play for us or not i would love him he brings something different he's like one of the best dribblers in spain right now and i think we've been lacking like you know that flamboyant sort of like winger to our team so i would love to see him but and he's only worth like i think his price tag is like 25 million or so around that I would love to see him, but let me know if you would love to see Carrasco at the club. Oh, I forgot where even like renovating our, um, the stadium, but, so we won't be playing there till like like the Camp Nou won't be played until like November, if I'm not mistaken. But, I mean that is time. So let's know if you would want. To, let me know if you would lo um, love to see Yannick Carrasco at the Camp Nou. Um, next we'll talk about is Cancelo. He's another player I don't think we'll get. I think he's just far-fetched. Um, we did try to get him in January. I think the what the rumors flying about now is that we wanted him. He wanted to come on loan, but for some reason, City said no. That they would prefer him at Bayern. I don't know. Some people are saying that it was Pep on purpose. They didn't want him to come to us. 
we do know he's had some he's constantly having like um, behavioral issues that wouldn't work on this Zavi. that's why i was like we could have he we could have handled him like he wouldn't be able to like pressure someone like that but now i feel like it's gonna be unrealistic for him to actually finally come to us and the last person i want to talk about is ruben neves he's been such an underrated player in england um i'm not even sure how prominent a role he has in the portuguese national team but i highly rate him i would love to i would love to and it seems i would love to see him at the camp Nou. but it seems it's one of those things again where the board wants him but Xavi likes him but he's not Xavi's like priority right now but I think we do need that free kick threat from from any player at all which we haven't had at all this past season like since Messi left we haven't scored a single free kick and of course I think Ruben Neves he's like one of the more underrated uh, free kick takers in the football game right now I would love him to come to the camp now who we would sacrifice for him to do that I really don't know um, but to be fair he's a great player the price tag on him though is also up there it's I think it's like somewhere but anywhere between like 45 to 65 M that's what like Wolves are asking for him and you know at the end of the day we just have to wait and see how this transfer window pulls off and of course, I know the one person I didn't, I didn't mention Messi for a good reason. It's one folks because with Messi, the thing there now is it's starting to feel like a political thing between um our, between Barcelona and um, and La Liga. And when I say La Liga, I mean Tebas. I, I hate that. I, I'm not gonna hide my words. I, I don't like that man. He feels like a snake to me. Sometimes he, he acts like he's trying to help us out. But then like the next thing he's saying a lot of bad things about us and trying to like smudge our name in the ground. And he's open he's openly a real Madrid fan. I don't know how people don't see that. Tebas is openly a real Madrid fan. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't know. Whatever happens with Messi, we want him back, he wants to come back. I'm not saying we want him back. There's actually a lot of the fans saying they don't want him back. That he'll stunt the growth of a lot of players. I disagree. Messi will improve any player that we have. All the young players, he's going to help them. Look at how, how well he did with Dembele. Look at how well he did with Pedri. How well he did with Ansu Fati. I think he will elevate all the younger players rather than stunt their growth. So I do want Messi to come back. It's up to him. It's up to La Liga. It's up to the. Um, it's up to our board. So that's gonna be it for today. Um, remember, do leave in the comments what other things. If you want me to keep on the Barcelona content, or if you want me to branch into like other teams, um, talk about transfers in general in football completely. If you want me to talk about other leagues, if you want me to talk about other sports let me know in the comment section um leave a thumbs up